0: Hello, and welcome to this week's special Labor Day episode of Time Capsule Tales. I'm your host, Chase, and today we have a story that serves as a powerful reminder of why workers' rights and protections are so crucial. As we honor the labor movement and the contributions of workers past and present, we're taking you back to the 19th century, a time when workplace safety was often an afterthought. Get ready to dive deep into the life of a man whose extraordinary tale not only forever changed the way we think about the human brain, but also sheds light on the hazardous conditions workers faced during America's industrial expansion. Imagine, if you will, a bustling railroad worksite on a clear Vermont morning in 1848. The air is filled with the scent of freshly turned earth and the rhythmic clanging of iron against rock. Men covered in sweat and dirt labor tirelessly laying the railroad tracks that will connect a young nation. In the midst of this industrious scene, a worker named Samuel prepares for a blast. His hands, calloused from years of toil, carefully pack gunpowder into a hole drilled into the stubborn rock. He's done this a hundred times before, using a metal rod, a tamping iron, to pack it in. But today something feels different. The foreman, Phineas Gage, approaches Samuel, his eyes narrowing as he assesses the situation. With a firm hand, he takes the tamping iron from Samuel, deciding to finish the job himself. Samuel steps back, watching as Phineas expertly tamps down the gunpowder. In a split second, a spark flickers, making its way down into the hole. The gunpowder ignites, and the explosion throws Phineas back into the ground. Samuel rushes to his side, heart pounding, to find Phineas with an impossible injury. The tamping iron had been in the hole when the explosion occurred. Over three feet long and weighing thirteen pounds, it has pierced Phineas's skull, entering below his left cheek and exiting through the top of his head leaving a clear entry and exit wound. The impossible has happened, and yet incredibly, Phineas is conscious, able to speak, and with assistance, even stand. Today we invite you to journey back to the 19th century to explore the life of Phineas Gage, a man whose tragic accident would not only change his life, but also contribute to our understanding of the brain. Join us as we unravel the story of this medical phenomenon, a tale that continues to fascinate and challenge our beliefs on how our own brains work. Part 1, Before the Iron, Setting the Tracks. Phineas P. Gage was born on July 9, 1823, likely in Grafton County, New Hampshire. Details about his upbringing and family background are scarce, but what is clear is that Gage found his way into the field of railroad construction at a young age. The mid-19th century was a time of tremendous growth and opportunity in the United States, particularly in the expansion of the railroad system. Gage's role in this industry was significant. He worked as a foreman, a position of responsibility and leadership. Known for his competence and efficiency, Gage was entrusted with the task of overseeing blasting operations, a dangerous but essential part of laying down new railroad tracks. His skill in this area was well regarded, and he earned the respect of those he worked with. Though the historical record is thin on personal details, Gage's early career paints a picture of a man dedicated to his work and skilled in his trade. These qualities would be put to the ultimate test on a fateful day in 1848, a day that would forever link his name with one of the most extraordinary medical cases in history. Part 2. The Spark That Changed Everything The date was September 13, 1848, and the location was near Cavendish, Vermont. Phineas Gage and his crew were working on the Rutland and Burlington Railroad, a project that required the use of explosives to clear the way for new tracks. The process of blasting involved drilling holes into the rock, filling them with gunpowder and then using a tamping iron to pack the explosive material tightly. This was a common practice of the time, but it was fraught with danger. In the mid-19th century, the expansion of the railroad was a symbol of progress and industrialization in the United States. However, the working conditions were often perilous, safety regulations were virtually non-existent, and the tools and techniques used were primitive by today's standards. The tamping iron that Gage used was a critical tool in the blasting process. It was a long, cylindrical rod typically made of iron used to compress the gunpowder into the drilled holes. The tamping process required a great deal of precision and care, as a single spark could ignite the gunpowder prematurely. Despite the inherent risks, these practices were standard for the time. Workers like Gage were well aware of the dangers, but accepted them as part of the job. The lack of safety laws and procedures meant that accidents, even fatal ones, were not uncommon. On that fateful day, Gage was overseeing the preparation of a blast. As he was tamping down the gunpowder, a spark ignited the explosive material. The resulting explosion sent the tamping iron rocketing through Gage's skull. The rod entered below his left cheek, passed behind his left eye, and exited through the top of his head, landing some eighty feet away. The force of the explosion and the trajectory of the iron were such that it would seem impossible for anyone to survive. But incredibly. Gage was not only alive, but conscious. The men on the worksite were stunned by what they had witnessed. Gage's injuries were horrific, yet he was able to speak and even walk with assistance. The immediate response was to get him medical help as quickly as possible. A local doctor, Dr. Edward H. Williams, was the first to examine Gage. He later recounted that Gage greeted him with the astonishing words, Here is business enough for you. Gage was then transported to his lodgings, where he would soon be treated by Dr. John Harlow. Would play a crucial role in his treatment and recovery. The accident involving Phineas Gage is a stark reminder of the harsh realities of industrial work in the nineteenth century. It also serves as a testament to human resilience and the nascent field of medical science at the time. The events of that day would set the stage for a medical examination and recovery that would challenge existing beliefs and contribute to our understanding of the human brain. Part three from the brink the medical marvel of Phineas Gage. In the aftermath of the accident, Phineas Gage's care was entrusted to Dr. John Martin Harlow, a physician with a keen interest in the emerging field of neurology. Dr. Harlow's initial examination of Gage revealed a wound that was both horrifying and scientifically perplexing. The tamping iron had created a clear path through Gage's skull, leaving both an entry and exit wound. Miraculously, Gage was not only alive but conscious and able to communicate. Dr. John Harlow was a well-regarded physician in the community known for his methodical approach to medicine. He had graduated from the Jefferson Medical College in Philadelphia and had a practice in Cavendish, Vermont. Harlow's encounter with gage would become a defining moment in his career, and his detailed observations would contribute significantly to the field of neuroscience. Gage's injuries were extensive. The tamping iron had entered below his left cheek passed behind his left eye, and exited through the top of his head, fracturing the frontal bone and causing significant damage to the frontal lobe of his brain. Remarkably, there was no significant bleeding from the brain itself, though the wound was prone to infection. Dr. Harlow's treatment of Gage was methodical and, given the medical knowledge of the time, remarkably effective. He cleaned the wound, removing fragments of bone and other debris, and closed the larger openings with adhesive straps. The wound was left partially open to allow for drainage, a common practice at the time, to prevent infection. In the days following the accident, Gage developed a fever and other signs of infection. Dr. Harlow treated these with leeches, purgatives, and other standard remedies of the era. Despite several setbacks, including a coma that lasted nearly two weeks, Gage's physical condition gradually improved. Gage's physical recovery was astonishing, but it soon became apparent that he was not the same man he had been before the accident. Friends and acquaintances noted significant changes in his personality and behavior. Once known for his responsible and efficient nature, Gage became impulsive, irritable, and at times downright inappropriate in his interactions. His ability to plan and organize, essential to his role as a foreman, was severely impaired. These changes were so profound that his employers felt he was no longer fit for his previous position. Dr. Harlow meticulously documented these changes recognizing their significance in understanding the relationship between brain structure and personality. His observations provided early evidence that specific areas of the brain were responsible for particular functions, a concept that was still in its infancy in the mid-19th century. The medical examination and recovery of Phineas Gage is a landmark case in the history of neuroscience. Dr. John Harlow's careful observation and treatment not only saved Gage's life, but provided invaluable insights into the workings of the human brain. Part 4. Unlocking the Mind, Gage's Unintended Legacy The story of Phineas Gage is more than a tale of survival against all odds. It's a story that changed the way we understand the human brain. Before Gage's accident, the brain was a mystery, a complex organ thought to operate as a whole, With no specific functions tied to particular regions. But Gage's case would challenge this belief and set the stage for groundbreaking discoveries. Imagine the scientific community of the mid-19th century grappling with the idea that a specific part of the brain could be responsible for certain behaviors and personality traits. Gage's accident provided concrete evidence that this was indeed the case. The damage to his frontal lobe resulted in specific changes in his personality, a radical departure from existing theories. It was a revelation that sparked intense debate and further research. But Gage's story didn't stop there. His case laid the groundwork for the field of neuropsychology, which explores how the structure and function of the brain relate to specific psychological processes. Dr. John Harlow's observations of Gage's behavioral changes were instrumental in this development, showing the world that the brain's physical structure was intimately connected to personality and behavior. And then there's the gauge matrix, a conceptual framework inspired by the need to explain Gage's specific changes. By mapping the trajectory of the tamping iron and correlating it with Gage's behavioral changes, researchers were able to identify the functions of various interconnected regions of the brain. This matrix has been a key tool in understanding brain connectivity, a complex puzzle that continues to fascinate scientists to this day. But we must also remember the human element of Gage's story. The fascination with his medical condition sometimes overshadowed the personal tragedy of his situation. His case serves as a poignant reminder of the need to approach such studies with empathy and respect for the individual's dignity and humanity. Gage's legacy resonates even today. His story is a seminal example in medical and psychology textbooks, inspiring research, documentaries, and artistic interpretations. The tamping iron and Gage's skull, displayed at the Warren Anatomical Museum at Harvard Medical School, stand as tangible connections to this pivotal moment in medical history. Part 5. From Foreman to Nomad. Gage's Later Life. Phineas Gage's life after his miraculous recovery was a stark contrast to his earlier existence. Once a responsible and efficient foreman, the profound changes in his personality and behavior following the accident made it impossible for him to return to his former position. His impulsiveness and unpredictability rendered him unfit for the meticulous planning and organization that his previous role demanded. This nomadic turn in his life led him to various jobs, reflecting a man adapting to a world that had shifted beneath his feet. After the accident, Gage found work in a stable in New England, where he began to hone his skills with horses. His natural affinity for handling them, perhaps a remnant of his earlier competence and leadership, opened up new opportunities for him. Building on his experience with horses, Gage found a new occupation as a stagecoach driver in Chile. This role allowed him to leverage his skills without the need for the detailed planning that had once been his forte. His time in Chile is shrouded in some mystery, but accounts suggest that he performed his duties competently. This work as a stagecoach driver symbolized his resilience and ability to adapt to his new life, a testament to his strength. Gage's life after the accident was relatively short ending on May 21, 1860, at the age of 36. The cause of death was a series of seizures likely related to his injuries. His body was initially buried without examination, but later exhumed to allow for further study. Dr. Harlow obtained Gage's skull and the tamping iron, providing a unique opportunity to examine the physical evidence of Gage's injuries. The study of his skull allowed for a more precise understanding of the damage to his frontal lobe offering tangible proof of theories that had been sparked by his case. In the educational sphere, Gage's case continues to be a foundational example in psychology and neuroscience curricula. His story has inspired countless students to explore the intricate workings of the human mind. Institutions like the Warren Anatomical Museum at Harvard Medical School, where Gage's skull and tamping iron are displayed, serve as tangible connections to this pivotal moment in medical history. Gage's legacy also extends to popular culture, with references in television shows like House and Grey's Anatomy. His story has been the subject of documentaries, and has even found its way into video games, reflecting a broader cultural fascination with his life and the scientific discoveries it spurred. Part 6. Reflecting on a Life that Changed Science As we reflect on the life of Phineas Gage, we are drawn not only to the extraordinary circumstances of his accident— but also to the profound impact his case has had on the fields of neuroscience and psychology. Gage's story is a confluence of human resilience, medical curiosity, and scientific revelation. The accident that befell Gage on that clear Vermont morning in 1848 did more than alter the course of one man's life. It opened a new frontier in our understanding of the human brain. The tamping iron that pierced Gage's skull became a key that unlocked insights into the relationship between brain structure and personality. It challenged existing beliefs and laid the groundwork for future research, shaping the way we approach the study of the mind. But beyond the scientific implications, Gage's story is a poignant reminder of the fragility and complexity of our own selves. The profound changes in his personality and behavior following the accident reveal the delicate balance that defines who we are. A single moment, a single injury, was enough to transform Gage's life, leading him from a position of leadership and responsibility to a nomadic existence, adapting to a world forever changed. The cost of the accident to Gage himself is immeasurable. His life after the accident was a constant struggle to find a new place in a world that no longer fit him. His work as a stagecoach driver in Chile, his competence with horses, and his ability to adapt are testaments to his strength and resilience. Yet the man who emerged from the accident was not the same man who had stood on that worksite, site, tamping iron in hand. As we close this chapter of Time Capsule Tales, I'm your host Chase. Thank you for joining us on this journey into the past. The story of Phineas Gage is more than a historical curiosity. It's a reflection of our endless quest to understand what makes a person a person. It's a tale that continues to inspire, challenge, and remind us of the fine balance between who we are and who we could be. All it takes is a single accident or mishap to change our entire world. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to keep exploring these intriguing tales, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on future stories. And hey, if you've got a minute, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or a review. Your feedback helps us bring you the kind of content you love. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, keep exploring the tales that time has left behind.